Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is November 12th, Tuesday. It's already the second day of the week, and we're going strong. I think we're going to have a heat wave in Southern California, though, again. Not like a 100 heat wave, but like in the 80s heat wave. And I want fall. I was so happy it was cold yesterday morning. Ah, But we're getting there. Today's show, How Awareness Changes in the Moment. It changes our lives in the moment. I talk about awareness all the time. But why now? Like, why am I talking about it so much now? Why wasn't it something that was just a topic within itself? Because awareness is so easy that, like, once you know something, at the very least, even though you might keep doing what it is, you still know that it's not in your best interest. And other times you become aware of your feelings in the middle of an argument, in the middle of a confrontation, or being upset, and you may not speak on them, but you try to blame the other person somehow for the feelings you're having that actually have nothing to do with them, started way before this person was in your life, unless it's mom or dad, because that's usually where it started, not because parents are bad and awful, just parents are people, and we don't know how that's going to affect our children. But awareness of that is huge. Awareness of the fact that if you have a disagreement with someone and you've only known them five years, six years, seven years, three years, two years, that the stem of the problem isn't them. Think about that. Whatever we don't resolve, whatever it is in life that we do not resolve, it's sitting next to us in these invisible suitcases And then when we walk into a relationship, whether it's a friendship, a romantic relationship, a job, we carry those around with us. I know we say that person has baggage, but we all have baggage. What's in the suitcases is huge. But if in the suitcases we have unresolved issues, Those are all waiting their turn to be played out. And the person you're walking into the relationship with is going to experience every single one of them through you because that is who you are. I know that sounds simplistic, but it needs to be said. Because once it's said, Now you have this, like, two-sense awareness of it. One, you're thinking of it, but two, you could actually say it to yourself, like, hey, 
I am bringing these two cases in with me. And this person is going to experience all the things everyone else I've ever met has experienced that got to know me past hello. So how do we use this information to make better choices and have greater understanding? This answers the question that people ask me all the time, even till now is why do I keep repeating myself? I have done this over and over again, and I'm so tired of it. Well, you're tired of it because you haven't found a solution yet, and you really just don't know where to look. And, and it's not anything more simple than that. We just don't know where to look sometimes because something is so close, so easy, that it's right in our face. And that's just being aware of our part, what we bring in. What we bring in with us. Whatever you do, Whoever we are, when we are alone in our daily life, whatever it is we're thinking, if we're thinking everybody wronged us, if we're thinking everybody righted us, if we think that we had a great childhood or we think we had a very bad childhood, whatever it is we think is exactly who, whoever you meet after that curiosity phase of getting to know each other is going to be who you live with with someone else, right? We can't give what we don't have. But just having awareness of that, a great example of that would be you're having a misunderstanding. You feel yourself well up and start to feel like even this person's against you. You have to ask yourself a question like, hey, I do this all the time. I happen to have a brand new audience today. First time they're going to meet me, the real me. And then you unleash on them. That's going to be one heck of a big surprise. It obviously has not worked well yet because you have not stayed anywhere else yet with that part of you coming out. It's not because people can't accept you or love you no matter what. But a lot of times that happens before the real love, not the curiosity love, where you can do anything and they're fine, but the real love steps in. So the other person may go, wow, you know, I'm going to try. But wow, that's heavy. Like, that's a lot to carry. I, I don't know if I could deliver to this person. I mean, that's a lot of hurt right there. How, how do I deal with that? Geez, I have my own stuff to deal with. Now, oh, wait a minute. We're not sharing anymore. Now I, I feel like I've done all this wrong. How do I get out from under it? So 
but let's say you had awareness of that. You had awareness that you do that. It happens. And you say, this time, I know I'm going to feel that. I know in my heart of hearts that that's all my stuff. Hey, stuff. I'm going to hang on to you this time. Just because I'm aware of you. I know that you're there. I know that you're still hurt. But I think that if this time I don't say anything, and instead of me just throwing up all my pain, let me just listen. I have a disagreement right now with this person that I really like, that I want to spend more time with, that I want to get to know better. I want to be a friend in the future, a bigger friend than I have with them now, friendship, or a bigger relationship than I have with them now. Let me listen this time. And I'll only respond the things I can be positive about. So the person comes to you and you guys realize you had a disagreement about something and you're going to talk about it. And you say, you know what, this is what I think is wrong. I think that, you know, we don't see each other enough. Maybe we don't care about each other enough. Or maybe we just need more time. Let's say it's a romantic relationship. Seeing each other once a week isn't enough for me. I don't know if there's enough of a commitment and I like more of a commitment when I'm involved with somebody. And the other person may say, well, I'm working a lot and that's why. But it has nothing to do with commitment. Now, instead of going, well, everybody does that to me. Everybody leaves me. What is the other person going to say? Well, now I know why. So having those kinds of conversations, instead you say, oh, wow. Okay, I get that you work a lot. Is there anything I can do or we can do to make that different? Do you want to spend more time together? Instead of turning everything about you into your pain. Because that awareness, what it does for you, is it helps you see your pain in a more objective light. Because your pain does not have to be their pain. They have their own bag of tricks. And if they're not dumping that on you, they have figured out that they can work on it by not falling into the trap of pain, because pain is a trap. It's, it's something we all have in one way or another. But how we deal with it is what's different. So when we can address the fact 
that we are aware of the fact that pain is going to want to come in and take over. Because say, hey, you know what? I've been hanging out with you, pain, long enough. And I've kind of let you run the show. But, you know, I think I need to not talk about you so much so that I can work on you. I, I don't want to carry you around all the time. You kind of mess things up for me because I'm not paying attention to you. I get it. You want your share of the pie when it comes to attention. So what is it behind my pain? Let me sit and think about it. What do I think of first when I'm confronting a disagreement? What do I dump on other people? What do I keep to myself? Because I know deep down that's where I'm speaking from. I'm shouting for attention or my pain. I want somebody to fix it. But because I'm more aware of you now, I kind of know that no one else can fix you. I have to fix you because you're mine. Nobody else knows your ins and your outs the way I do. Let's have a talk. Let's talk every day so that I would have some time to think about what I've said to you and somehow my feelings can start to clean up what I'm holding on to. Let's stir the pot of pain. When you can talk like that to yourself, just that first conversation of awareness that is there will already begin to heal us. It will already touch the pain which is what the pain is looking for all of this time. It's looking for us to say we can see it, we know it's there, we can feel it. But bigger than that, it's the self-understanding that it is not that other person's job to fix us. It just isn't their job. How are they going to do it? They don't know you like I do. And for the most part, and, and this is something I found out when I started working with people because I'm not a trained therapist. I'm just like, I could see that truth and I'll tell it to you. And I didn't realize that people wouldn't be ready for it. As people go to therapy regularly, they, they're not ready for a big dump of truth. That's, that's hitting their pain head on, and I'm going to get a clash. And a lot of it is because it's their job to get there, not mine. And therapists know that. They let you discover it. They ask you questions. They don't. They know the answer. They can see it as clear as day. But they can't tell you because you won't listen. You will get mad at them for knowing something you didn't know about you, even though you went there, even though you paid for it. 
I ended up working best with people who really wanted the answers over the ones that wanted to be, you know, taken step by step because their pain couldn't handle it. They were calling me for a feel good and for uh, I'm sorry and for to cry with them. And then when I get to the point at hand, they were not happy. Not all of them, but most of them. It taught me the stages of awareness that we need to address ourselves. Otherwise, you know, everyone's just wanting to get into a fort and protect the pain. And say, don't, don't worry, this person's just mean, I will get to you. Oh, this person doesn't understand. I will take care of you. And then when that person's gone, you go back to your comfortable place of handling your pain the way you always have. But awareness changes that. Because all our pain needs is awareness. It's interesting. Because once we are aware of our pain, there's a certain progression of things that happen. Because as I started continuing to work with people, I realized that there's nothing I should ever tell them anymore. I realized that my work coming out in writing and coming out was best and doing the show. That was more than enough. I did not want to take personal appointments anymore. Because whatever responsibilities that soul would dump on the people around them, they were, because their system hasn't been different yet, looking for that. And I didn't know how to treat that because I, I'm like, if you don't want the truth, just don't, don't come near me. Because that's all I can see. I'm a very answers-oriented person. I do want answers. I am one of those people who wants answers just in everyday life. If I don't like (laughs) how I'm feeling or what I'm thinking, I will immediately talk about it because I want to know why. And for me, with Christ, around I just write and then those answers I get I post those answers every single day they just come out like water because all I wanted was the truth I didn't care what the answer was I just wanted it to be true so that I can navigate and go forward right well that's what awareness does and here's the progression of awareness it provides a foundation of these things It provides a foundation for decision-making process. It is a point of reference for you to start at. It stops us from shooting from the hip and pointing fingers. It stops us from judgment and self-judgment because we judge others and then we realize we're really talking about ourselves. It gives us patience to pay attention 
to what we're doing because now we can see that there's a process, that we've made a decision, we have a point of reference, we, we didn't shoot from the hip this time, that's different. So then we take a breath and we're like, oh, wow, that felt good. Huh, I could do it that way. Holy cow, why didn't I know this 10 years ago? And then you're going into this other world called self-trust, where we start to trust ourselves. Think about that, self-trust. All because we are aware that we are part of our life. Whatever we bring into our days, we're the ones bringing it in. Nobody else is bringing it in. Why are you bringing that in? Why are you talking about that? Why are you focusing on this? It just goes on and on. Self-accounting kicks in. And that gives us the patience. So let's say we do meet with somebody we have a disagreement with. Instead of just dumping ground all our stuff, we stop and we say, oh, well, what's going on? What do you have to say? Oh, why do you feel that way? We find out what we're even getting into. Instead of, I'm going to show that person and put them in their place and I'm going to let them know I have more pain than they do. Really? Do we really want to do that anymore? So the biggest question we can ask ourselves, the biggest filter question is, out of any situation we are going to approach, is what would be my dream outcome? How would I like to see this play out? Because recognition that that may be actually what's going on is huge. My dream outcome will be that when my child walks away from me, They will feel safe with me. That would be my dream outcome when I talk to my children. My dream outcome in my relationship would be that when the two of us walked away from each other, we will have grown deeper in trust rather than further away. That's my dream outcome. My dream outcome at work would be that I can walk away from this conversation trusting that I have made a good decision of where to put my time to work in. So when you start talking like that, when you're in the conversation, your brain will say, wait a minute, I had a dream outcome here. What can I do to make that happen? As opposed to, I'm hurt and I'm going to let them know I'm hurt and I'm going to make them feel sorry for me and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And my dream outcome is to be felt sorry for, that I had a right to be as upset as I was. We all have a right to be as upset as we are. But where and when we do that is what's different, right? There's a lot to be said for awareness because the minute you are aware of what's going on around you you will 
begin to take the other person, the other soul that you are interacting with into account. It's no longer only about you. And if when you take them into account, your feeling of that is to show them how hurt you've been all your life, you got to tell yourself, that's not my answer. That's not their responsibility. So then you get past that and you say, okay, so now when I'm not going to use my pain as a weapon, what else can I talk about? How else can I approach this issue? Well, I can approach it by asking them what they think the issue is. Oh, wow, that takes a lot of pressure off of me. Now I don't have to just come in and say everything. I can, I can approach this with a plan. And in the beginning, you will need a plan because it's new to us. And once you do it, it's like that movie, Sliding Doors, and you get a different outcome. You're like, oh, wow, that's what this feels like to actually solve something or not blame someone or not even blame myself. Think about it. Give it time. If you find yourself going from zero to 60, walk away. Give yourself an opportunity to start thinking about your pain, solving issues without it as your main weapon. Because that's not where it gets cleaned up. We saw so many movies that shoot from the hip of a couple breaking up and her putting all his clothes on the lawn and burning them. What does that do? (laughs) I see it. It's in movies. Or War of the Roses, where the two people just, because they're breaking up, they're finding one new way every single day to destroy the other person. Well, if you're around somebody who's done that on their way out of a relationship and they haven't learned anything from that, you're going to be the next. That's all they know. If I love you, you're great. And if I don't, you're going to get destroyed. And we see that a lot because we have not taught our world different coping mechanisms. It's like one soul really believes that they own the other person. But the real truth is they don't own themselves, so they wouldn't even have to do that. But because that awareness is not in the forefront, acting it out has become cliche. But when the person's in the cliche, they don't think it's them. Or people, when they're getting divorced, and they have to tell you every single thing that they're their spouse did when just two weeks before they were all great and happy. But now that the divorce has been announced, everyone's free reign, demonizing the other person. I'm more concerned about the person who's doing the demonizing than I am about what the other person actually did. Okay, you guys made a decision to no longer be together. 
If you just have that awareness, just go from there. If you have a lot of pain about it, ask the other person, hey, you know what? This caused a lot of pain in me. I'm sure it did in you. Let's talk about what happened. Because maybe we have a chance of healing through each other. Isn't that a novel idea? But especially if you're co-parenting, you don't want to put up force on each side. So having that awareness of coming from a place of safety, you can solve anything, provided you want to solve it. It's a template. It's a place in life that now you can feel safe in, which is the most vulnerable place we are all in, is when we have a disagreement somewhere. If you have a disagreement and you try to solve it nicely through words, through certain interactions, and you find that the other person is just stuck on a track, then you both have a decision to make. It doesn't negate that you care about that person or that you love that person or that you like that person. It's just a decision that you're, you're different to the point where maybe interaction isn't your best spot. Really think about that. Really think about awareness today. I will see you guys tomorrow on Relationship Wednesday. Have a great Tuesday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.